How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. Part of what we're doing this week during the uh, Women's Final Four is looking back at some of the people that uh, uh, made their name in women's sports uh, in this state and became synonymous with uh, uh, particularly basketball. Janet Carvin joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. She's got a great story to tell. I spent some time with her yesterday out where she works now. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but she was the first that everybody took note of and said, whoa, what's going on here? Who's this New, New York Mills keeps coming down to the Met Center and winning championships? And, and who is this that can't miss and that deadly jump shot and all those things and that was janet carvinon and many of you will recall that janet thank you for joining us tonight oh great to be with you thanks for calling what what do you remember janet about when you found out uh did you play a lot of basketball and then one day somebody said hey you can you can actually be on a team now how did it how, how did it happen for you well, actually, I was I was actually a cheerleader in fifth and sixth grade for the boys' basketball teams in our elementary school because um, we had teams for them, but not for girls. And this was again in the right around the time of Title IX, so um, things were just starting to happen. But it took a few years for the, the trickle down effects to start uh, making their way all the way across the nation. And so I had the girls over to my house, and uh, our house was the funeral home. So we had high ceilings and uh, long aisles where we could do our cartwheels and get ready for our cheers mm. for the boys that, who are going to play. <laughs> so you literally practiced in your father's funeral home, huh? That's right. Yeah, it was it was nice. And, and did space. you play basketball for fun at that time, not realizing that an opportunity would uh, unveil itself? You know, we had a little square in our backyard, a little asphalt square that my older brother um, had gotten my dad to put in. And so I kind of monkeyed around with a rubber ball. And I have pictures of myself wearing like a button-down pink blouse with sandals and mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of dribbling around with a rubber ball. But um, it wasn't until I was five feet, nine inches tall in sixth grade and I got to go to my first basketball camp at Otter Basketball Camp. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I went to Otter when I was in, yeah, in junior high, absolutely. Seriously? Coach Stackpool and that, that whole gang, yeah. Oh, Jack Stackpool taught me how yeah, to Yeah, you know, yes. <laughs> and uh, Sue McDonald was there, you know. I had gone to the state tournaments and watched um, Paul and Mike play sure. for Chisholm. And then I got to actually be on the court with their little sister, which yep. I thought was just amazing. Yep. And uh, so that was really the beginning was an otter basketball camp. And my, I'm one of seven kids, but my older brother was the one who said, you know, 
you're tall and if you if you started working right now and this is this is like literally going into seventh grade he yeah. said you could be the best basketball player minnesota's ever had did he really say that yeah and i said me really and he said yes but you got to start working today yeah and i said okay just tell me what to do <laughs> when, when did you know that though that that, that you were good at it that, that, that i mean it, was it the first varsity game you played or when when did you say hey this this makes sense and and i feel really good out here well i had a lot of fun as a seventh grader playing on our what we what we would call our jv or b squad but um between seventh and eighth grade i really committed myself and learned how to shoot a jump shot you know, again just from like 10, 12 feet was all I was doing was a turnaround jumper and had a couple moves and uh, was really working down in the post. And I told my high school coach then I was going to be trying out for the team going into eighth grade and that I I really hoped she'd give me a shot. And she said, well, you know, if you're if you're as good as the other girls, you, you probably won't move, get moved up. But if you're clearly better, I'll give you a chance. So I got to be a varsity starter in eighth grade. And that was where things really started, and and we we made it the district championship. We lost to Henning by one point, and then came down to the state tournament and watched uh, the very first state tournament, 1976. And as a team, we decided, you know, this looks like fun. We should try to do this next year. Mm-hmm. And and we did. We we came down the next three years and won the state championship. And literally, Mike, we went to Southdale Mall, and we went to the airport and watched the airplanes take mm-hmm. off, and we. We ran down the up escalators and ran up the down escalators. And, you know, we were real, real pranksters. Real renegades from New York Mills there, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it, we were, we really were at the right place at the right time. We had um, some key, you know, people would call them transfers now, but we had some girls who moved into our town whose families bought farms. And they happen to be tall. Just by chance. Tall. At this time, you're not recruiting. You just got them by chance, right? People would be so suspicious nowadays, yeah. of course. But we got the Miller sisters, Jenny and Sue from California, and their dad was an aeronautical engineer and bought a farm north of town. And they were you know, 6'1 and 5'11 uh-huh. and were great volleyball players as well. And then we also had a girl named Kim Salty, who was our point guard, who was uh, 5'11". And wow. she's being inducted into the Minnesota Sports Hall of Fame. Not Minnesota, I'm sorry, New York Mills Hall of Fame coming up on April 9th. So I get to introduce her and present her um, as she's inducted. But she actually moved in from a small town in South Dakota named Harold, South Dakota. And her family, the the county came and told them that they were going to put an irrigation ditch through their farm. And they gave them money and said, we'd like you to move because we're going we're gonna to put this this irrigation system right through here for the county. And so the Salty family had looked a couple places in Minnesota. They decided to move to our area. And at one of our 40-year reunions, the last, we, we celebrated three years in a row for our three state championships. Yeah. And we got on the bus, the school bus, and played the same songs and, and sang the same songs we used to sing to all of our games yeah. and uh, just had a great time together. But Kim told us a story, Kim Salty, that 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 project that displaced them from South Dakota and never happened. Really? The county never never built the irrigation system. So, so they never would have had to move. No. <laughs> so, and so you, you start putting these pieces together. And I mean, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And how did that happen? Yeah. But again, yeah. you know, I, I enjoyed listening to Coach Cosgriff because 
he's not only coached a page Beckers, of course, but one of my favorite uh, campers and camp coaches for many years was Leslie Knight. Yes. Who also was Miss Basketball and state champion and played for him. And Yeah, one of his uh, favorites too, yeah. And, yeah. and you told me yesterday when we were talking, she she uh, retired huh, in Spain? She did, she did. And, and, you know, his point was that you can't just win with one player. And, of yeah. course, he's had such great teams. But Leslie Knight was... Um, was outstanding, and you know she really bided her time at the U and kept a good attitude. And she's been playing over in Spain, um, but every summer she'd come back and, and work our basketball camps. And this was one of our best staffers because she's just one of the best people you'll ever meet. And she got married a few years ago and uh, just retired from her team because she found, found out she's expecting a baby. Awesome. That is yeah. Now, now, now I, I, I Jen Carvinen is our guest. Uh, when you had uh, your camps uh, for years, a couple campers that you had, one was named Lindsay Whalen and one was named Paige Beckers, right? What, what do you remember? Yeah, you know, I started camps in, in 88. I, I ran them for um, 32 years, Mike. I just retired from the camp business, had over 20,000 campers, and then the last last 10 or more years we've also been working with boys too because we just felt that I mean I felt that our strength and my son helped to work with me too he Dave he's he was a basketball coach at Moundsview for many years and we just felt that kids really need a positive place where they can come and learn and not feel like they're under the gun or under a lot of pressure we just had good music and good drills and a lot of repetition um, videotape and just a, a real personal approach and um, back, back, I'll never forget standing in the, high, the hallway of Minnetonka High School where I started my camp, and uh, little Lindsay Whalen with her page boy haircut was kind of clinging to her mother because her mom was trying to drop her off at the day camp, and they had come in um, from Hutchinson, and uh, Lindsay, Lindsay just was really nervous about staying there. I think she was probably ten. Yeah. And her mom, Kathy, said, you know, Lindsay, if you, I found out later that Kathy had to bribe Lindsay Mm -hmm. to stay at camp all day because she was homesick Mm. um, with a, by stopping at Burger King. (laughs) Well, can I get a, can I get a milkshake? And Kathy said, sure, I'll get you a milkshake if you just stay at camp all day. And then Lindsay said, and fries too? (laughs) (laughs) Neil would be behind that too. And what do you remember about Paige Beckers? Oh, you know, I I use facilities all around town. Um, I used to live on the west side of town, but I I had camp at Minnetonka for 20 years. I had camp at Benilde St. Margaret for 20 years too. Um, But Paige lived in St. Louis Park, so her dad Bob would bring her over. And she came the first year. She was just eight years old, second grade. And our camps usually started going into fourth grade. We just felt that most girls and boys, just from a maturity standpoint, at least when we started, weren't always ready to be gone all day, too. And, and yeah. that's, it can be a long day. Um, but Bob had asked if she could come, even though she was a little bit young. And I always caution parents and say, you know, we really want to make sure it's a good experience. And, and I feel a lot of responsibility that kids like the game and that, we set them up too, and and uh, but I watched Paige that first day, and and my son Dave was there too, and we just kind of looked at each other like I think she's going to be just fine because she was already on her way and had already spent a lot of time with the basketball, and uh, of course she's a a stellar athlete, but I and there's many people I'm sure who 
want to take a little credit for the players she's become, but uh, I do feel like our our program did get her off to a really good start from eight to thirteen. That she came every summer and she'd come for more than one week at a time, and it was all ears learning how to shoot um, the right way. And we're we're particular and we're detailed in our approach and and she just she just was all in and uh, we we always were moving her up to the next age group trying to challenge her and by the time she was uh, in eighth grade we couldn't challenge her anymore so <laughs> that's when she <laughs> she took off with the AAU the circuit for sure hey Janet can you stand with us for a quick break I want to talk about what you're doing now yep sure thing Janet Carvinon one of the legends of the the hardwood and. Uh, Uh, She had a calling in basketball, and she's had a calling since then as well. We'll explain when we come back on Sports to the Max. Welcome back. WCCO Sports to the Max. Janet Carvin and my guest in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Your sanctuary used to be the basketball court. Now your sanctuary is the sanctuary. Uh, She has to visit you yesterday. We'll have a TVP Senate tomorrow at 6 o'clock. What does Janet Carvin do now? She speaks, not to her campers, but from the pulpit. Um. Take us through. In, in your 40s, you decided there was something more to life that was uh, calling you, uh, and, and you followed uh, you followed the voices and your faith, and, and where are you now? Yeah, you know, no one's probably more surprised that that I'm a pastor than, than me. Um, my faith's always been important to me. I, I remember one time in the state tournaments, I had, had, had mentioned that that my faith was the most important thing in my family and then basketball. And I remember after that headline or that quote appeared in the Star Tribune, I got, you know, so more, more fan letters from Christians all over Minnesota and they'd write letters to me at Janet Carvin, New York Mills, Minnesota, and it would get to me. But I think that faith and testimony was pretty powerful then. And I, I think it is now, but I, I think when I walked through my, with my dad through his five year cancer battle and, and uh, that whole journey, you start really looking at life. And I think as you get older, you we all have um, a lot of things you try to reconcile and think mistakes you've made and things you wish you'd done differently. But but you start asking yourself about purpose and meaning and what what are the things that last. And and I really attribute my faith to um, in returning it to it uh, more vigorously after I got married to my husband Al. Montgomery and started raising children, but that cancer battle with my dad was really a, a holy time and, you know, at the time, one of the hardest things I had ever been through. Um, and so I thought, well, I'm, I think I might go to seminary and maybe take up one class to learn about the Bible. And I mentioned that to a, an older pastor, and he said, well, you know, you're you're really too old to do that. And you know, women shouldn't be taking up spots for, for, you know, young men might be wanting. And, you know, at your age, you're just not going to serve long enough. And it's just probably not a good idea for you to to think about that track. And so when this retired pastor took, gave me that advice, I kind of put it on the back burner and thought, well, maybe he's right and let a few more years go by. But I think when you feel a call from God, I think God's pretty persistent and hmm just kept coming back and coming back. And I just said, you know what? Dang it. I'm, I think I'm just going to go. And I, be, I was a little worried about the computer and about finding my way around Luther Seminary, but I applied and was accepted. And, and uh, it took me five and a half years to do a, a four-year full-time program. But I was really proud of myself um, to be able to manage that and to do that once our youngest child had 
made his way into full-time school, and it really has been a game-changer. Do you enjoy it every day? I mean, you're working with all kinds of different people, all kinds of different places in your life, from the best of a baptism and, and, and a marriage to diagnosis and funerals. You know, I do love it, and much like what you do, Mike, I mean, the variety of the day-to-day yep. is really cool. And, and the, the key, yep. opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it just keeps everything fresh because you just never know what's around the corner. And for me, I I do embrace change, and I'm a little more of a free spirit where I kind of like the—I do like the pressure situations that come up from time to time. And I was just telling my family today about an an opportunity I had to be with a family when they disconnected their loved one from a ventilator and how— difficult that was, but what a holy space it was and what a privilege it was for me to be in the room with that family as we prayed together and released their loved mm-hmm. one uh, back to God. And so it's been, it's just been great. Um, it, you know, as far as work goes, I, I feel really blessed. I'm working at Incarnation Lutheran Church, which is in the ELCA. It's close to my home and um, in the Shoreview North Oaks community and it, I get to be a pastor to people that, who I golf with and who who have raised their kids alongside ours, and it's just been a lot of fun. Wow. Well, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. It was so fun to connect with you yesterday. Like I said, we'll have a TV story on it tomorrow at 6, but to visit with you and to, to hear somebody that follows their heart, leads with their heart first, and uh, isn't afraid to evolve and make change for the better is awesome. Thank you so much, Janet, and continue continue serving. Yes, and thank you, and you're a blessing too, Mike. Thanks for all you do. You bet. Janet Carvin, nice enough to join us. She's playing our WCCO basketball team. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.